I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Ash Narain, founder of Marquee Equity, a fintech platform that claims to be revolutionizing the way companies raise capital. So let's find out a little bit more about that. But first, Ash, the situation at the moment in fintech, fundraising is huge. We're at record levels in the first half of the year. What is it that you want to do that's going to add to that? And why is everybody so excited about fintech at the moment? As you've uh, very rightly mentioned, uh, fintech fundraising is at record levels, in a large part propelled uh, by uh, the unprecedented uh, levels of quantitative easing in the U.S., which has led to uh, fund managers having a lot of capital to invest uh, to deploy immediately which is uh, leading to companies uh, uh, raising unheard of uh, round sizes at unheard of valuations. It's not just fintech, it's happening across the board. Fintech, obviously, for the past few years, uh, has been right at the forefront of interest for pools of capital. And that's only uh, uh, been been more accentuated uh, this year. The reasons remain the same. Financial services uh, as a whole uh, uh, has has traditionally been one of the last remaining frontiers for technology uh, to be able to penetrate and dominate. And and for the past two decades, uh, most of the movement uh, that that was seen on the fintech side uh, was on the payment side, was on the on the lending side, uh, and a lot of that uh, has 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 continued. Uh, there's there's new platforms, new peer-to-peer platforms, both on the payment side, on the lending side. There's uh, a lot of activity uh, on, on, the, on the crypto side of things uh, as well. And you're seeing uh, substantial amounts of capital being deployed into these uh, spaces. And that's uh, very much likely to continue uh, given uh, the amount of quantitative easing in the, in the US. You're likely to see very big rounds, uh, very big valuations, very, very large exits as well. Well, what's basically happened in fintech so far, and you touched on it there yourself, talking about payments and lending, is that most of the activity has been focused on retail finance. Now we're seeing, and you're an example of this, I would suggest, we're seeing that interest in fintech, those developments in fintech, feeding back in the chain backwards to how companies are set up, how companies are formed, how companies are funded how companies, and I'm specifically saying companies, work with financial institutions, how financial institutions work with companies rather than at the retail end. And you're an example of that. Marquee Equity is an example of that. You're a tech-driven capital raiser, or or you're involved in tech-driven capital raising. So what are you actually doing? Again, very rightly, a lot of the uh, activity uh, one has seen in fintech so far has been on the retail side, uh, and and for good reason. Uh, the business side of it, uh, the fundraising side of it, uh, the side of uh, it uh, that that pertains to companies interacting with financial institutions, uh, traditionally have been very very relationship uh, driven uh, models, uh, which uh, technology has found hard to sort of penetrate. That is beginning to change, and the shifts. Uh, been around for a good uh, four, five, six years. Now, if you look at the space we're in, uh, the, the capital raising space, the traditional investment banks, uh, they have a, had an OPEX problem uh, f- for the longest time now. The only way to really reduce uh, their OPEX on an ongoing basis is to employ more technology to at least perform uh, those parts uh, for bankers' uh, function that can be done through technology, the, the quantitative parts of uh, their functions. What we essentially do is we've we've tried unbundling what an investment bank does uh, and 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 offered a really simple managed uh, service uh, solution to uh, what began with early stage companies uh, five years ago. 
we created a platform where uh, any uh, entrepreneur could access uh, any investor in the world. So uh, we went about collecting data and uh, contact details, investment criteria details on pretty much every fund manager in the world, uh, along with about uh, 8,000 uh, angel investors and high net worth investors and family offices around the world. We, we broke them down by uh, what they invest in, what their latest investments have been and so on uh, to be able to match uh, them uh, more effectively uh, to entrepreneurs looking to raise capital. And then we provided a direct uh, one-to-one communication system to entrepreneurs uh, to to be able to interact uh, with these with these investors and that worked really well the problem uh, where where we hit a, 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 the nail on its proverbial head is that a lot of the traditional investment banks who are all very good at what they do they've never been really interested in in the super early stage uh, deal flow because uh, you know the commissions aren't uh, very large in that space uh, the deals are smaller uh, so on so uh, the, the the problem is for a platform to solve you need to be able to solve uh, for fundraising at scale for hundreds if not thousands of transactions at the same time all going out to uh, the most relevant investors so that's something we've been able to do over the past 5 years and we began with just helping companies uh, meet uh, vcs and angels uh, but uh, we've now also evolved into uh, working with uh, fund managers uh, in in meeting limited partners using the same exact process we have about uh, 75 uh, fund managers already uh, and we, we we rolled out the service just a year ago within the first year we were able to onboard about 75 uh, venture capital funds uh, as clients who use our uh, service and platform uh, to raise capital from limited partners so we're seeing a lot of that disintermediation uh, theory that we started out with uh, play out and I'd obviously like to uh, talk at length. I, I mean, I could go on for a long time about it, but we've created a very, very robust uh, technology stack that uh, not just originates deals, but uh, also is able to distribute them at scale. What you're doing is, again, and this is what fintech does, you're taking a lot of the manual legwork out of the process, Absolutely. speeding it up, I assume. Absolutely, hundred percent, and making it more efficient. Uh, so, uh, if you if you if you look at how a traditional investment bank functions, uh, an average analyst uh, uh, over there is able to cater to five to seven deals uh, at any given point in time uh, simultaneously. However, within our ecosystem, because of the technology we employ, an analyst is able to cater to uh, about forty-five transactions at any given point in time. So, we're essentially uh, beefing up analyst efficiency by a good uh, six seven times. Uh, just by the use of our technology. And the big big reasoning is, uh, you know, at some point we would like to license out our technology to the uh, traditional investment banks because it'll make their own operations much more efficient. We make it a much more efficient process, uh, not just uh, from the perspective of a founder looking to raise capital or a venture capital fund looking to raise capital, but also from the perspective of a service provider, uh, of, a, of an investment banker that works with them and helping them do so. They're going to be able to work with a lot more clients uh, by using our tech stack. So yes, uh, we, we, we've made significant inroads in terms of being able to make it faster, uh, more efficient and more scalable. And I guess you've taken some costs out of the equation as well. Exactly. So uh, the big problem at the investment banks is the OPEX problem. Even recently, uh, right from the Goldman's of the world to the Jefferies or the large guys, uh, they've, they've had to beef up uh, their uh, junior analyst uh, salaries by a good 30-40%. So OPEX is a continual <laughs> problem at investment banks. And a large part of the time that a banker spends on a transaction is spent in originating and distributing uh, deals. And all of that can be done th- uh, through technology, uh, uh, 80% driven by technology. And because of taking out that manual component from the uh, uh, origination and deal execution process, 
running deals is going to become um, a lot more cost effective uh, for an investment bank uh, and for a startup founder who can basically work with us for a couple of thousand dollars in fee uh, and that's it they get to meet all the investors they need they get their pitch decks done financial models done which is a significant cost reduction from uh, having to engage a traditional investment bank that would uh, you know charge them in thousands in uh, retainers and then a heavy success fee warrants and whatnot so we've been able to reduce the cost of raising capital uh, for for startup founders uh, and our tech stack will even help uh, investment bankers reduce their cost of operations and that of course was one reason why the traditional investment banking community was not interested in small ticket items because they weren't going to make the money out of it but you've reduced the cost of those small ticket items let's talk about a specific example if we may take me through what you did for colo sure uh, we did exactly the same thing we do for all our other clients which is uh, our technology first identified colo as an interesting company <clears throat> our technology reached out to colo uh, seeing if they're interested in raising capital they expressed interest in raising capital uh, we onboarded them onto our uh, system our algorithms identified uh, the most relevant investors for them within a 48 hour period of being on our platform uh, those investors were reached out to all through uh, our technology and obviously some uh, manual targeting uh, for some specific funds or partners at certain funds that applied might want to focus on Colo being a strong company and an interesting uh, company to look at received a lot of positive interest uh, from a number of top tier uh, venture capital funds uh, very soon uh, patricia was on calls uh, with several of them and i think uh, within uh, a few weeks uh, she had a few term sheets uh, to reckon with and and she was able to close the round and and that truly speaks to the efficiency of what we are able to do for a for a company we're firstly able to identify the ones that we think are going to raise capital which by itself is 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 a is a great sort of uh, development uh, in 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 technology available in the investment banking space you know we have algorithms that can that parse through millions of companies uh, and are able to predict uh, when a company is is likely to need to raise capital and and then obviously distribute it efficiently uh, to the right investors as well that's what we did with colo but where a function of the quality of of a deal so that doesn't change a deal has to be fundable the team has to be strong the entrepreneur has to be strong the story has to be strong for something to get funded uh, but if if a transaction is good on the merit side of it where you're certain to be able to deliver uh, results very very quickly on a deal and it's all powered by our technology ashnarain founder of marky equity thank you very much